Okay, we're doing Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Parenting On Podcast. Before I start, I just want to say thanks again for listening, subscribing, and ultimately giving me any and all feedback that you can give me. So for this episode, I'm going to be discussing one simple yet in-depth complex question, which is, why did I want to become a parent? Sounds simple enough, right? You either say, I want babies, I want to prove my love, I want this, I want that, and it's, I mean, all those are... There, there really isn't a wrong answer to this question. Just everybody might have different reasons. Personally, too, I've had, you know, different reasons than some might. But then again, I may have a lot in common with a lot of people that I mean, I, not, I may not know about. But ultimately, I've always felt like the world had dealt me a bad hand and I wanted to get the opportunity to take this, take all the unfortunate situations and change them in a positive light. So meaning... The way I was raised up as a kid and the way my whole situation with my parents, my grandma and uncle, I feel that I have the opportunity now with my son and daughter to change that and to not only prove to them, because once they get older and, you know, we get to talk more about our families and our past and our upbringings, it only shows them because it only shows them that in, even though in these situations, there's a chance to change things. And to make yourself ultimately a better person. I mean, it's all it all it all decides it all it all goes down to you and what you want to do. So hopefully, whoever's listening to this and may feel like they're going through a dark tunnel in their life, especially when it comes to raising other kids and trying to be the, you know themselves, making a good parent. There is there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I could say with all I can say with everything that I've been through. Right now, in my situation, even though I'm recording right now on, on the 1st of April, which is two and a half, three weeks into this coronavirus quarantine, I mean, minus that, minus the whole situation of people losing their jobs, the stress of having to stay at home and having to deal with the kids, it's, I can honestly say this is a point in my life where I'm the happiest. Because I got a good wife, I got two good kids, they make me happy every single day, so I mean, on that note, I can't. I can't complain. I'm very grateful for them. But I just want anyone to know that if you're listening to this, it does get better. So now we just got to stick to the bad situation, no matter how long it may seem we're going through things, it does get better. So whatever hope you may have, just hold on to it because it comes in handy. Get you through a lot of things that you might not think you'll be able to get it through, but you can. So having kids in my situation was the next step for me and my wife's love for each other. I mean, if you're married, you know what I mean. Sometimes the decision to have a kid just comes spare of the moment and you really don't kind of come sidetracked. I mean, it's just fine too. Fortunately for me and my wife, we were actually to plan things and sit down face to face and say, hey, you know, we love each other so much. We want to have kids and to show our love towards each other and just all this love that we have for me and my wife, we just had so much of it. You know, having a kid was just going to be that next step of to show, express our love towards each other and just love each other even more. And ultimately, 
you know, like I said before, put the kids in a higher, in a higher fashion that, you know, they are that much love. <laughs> I mean, because right now, I think one of the be- best loves right now is the love between you and your, you know, wife, husband, partner, and the love that you show their kids. I mean, the kids don't have to be biological because there's a no, I know there's a lot of people that, you know, they get with a different partner, like, you know, a step parent situation where, you know, person A meets person B, but person B already has a kid set up from, you know, another person. And I mean, yeah, for, at first, sometimes it may be a little awkward between you and the actual, you know, kid and significant other. I mean, there's a bunch of stories. I know a bunch of people that, you know, they love their stepkids as their own. And that named step just down the line just goes away. And that's just my kid. I mean, I've had it with my family. I've had it with, you know, friends that I've known. So, I mean, the love between that is that's not going to change. So when I look at my kids, I see them smile and I see that's the best part of me and my wife. That's the best part of what's going on in the world. Because when you look at a kid, you just see this pure, simple joy and innocence that sometimes you just can't describe it with words, but you know it, you see it, it's there. Especially when you have a happy kid in your life, you get to feel that that joyous amount that just so pure in this world. Something you want to protect and something you don't want to ever let go and to ever have that kid feel the quite opposite. I mean, because ultimately kids are so loving and so pure. They don't care what's going on in this world. They don't care about racism or being hated by others or what others think. They're just, I mean, kids do develop that based on our own complexes. I mean, I've been through it. I've seen it. As in a general statement, I mean, they don't care about none of that stuff. So us as parents, it's, up, it's our jobs to protect them and show them what's right and to show them how to love. Because ultimately, the love that we give is the love that we take. Yes, that's a Beatles lyric and Beatles reference, but it's true. In the end, the love we take is equal to the love we make. It's just simple as that. So having kids was a chance to change, really change things and change the cycle of my life. My family that I've seen repeat, you know, previous generations, their situations happening over and over again from the abuse, the fear, the stress, the, I don't know, just the bad things that I've been a part of. This is my chance to just break that cycle. And I mean, so far, like I said, the kids are only three years old, three and one. But I'm making positive, positive moves to steer away from that. So far, the only thing that I've inherited from my family is not speaking to my family. But, you know, that's for another episode. I have multiple family members. They don't speak to each other. And growing up, I always figured out why. And growing up and after different family events, after different life events, I began to see why other generations of mine don't speak to others. But that's for another episode. So there's no perfect way to describe, you know, when I see my kids, mom, the emotions I feel when I do that. The only thing I could think of is that when I see them smile, they make me feel that everything that I've been through in life, all the, all the frustration and depression that I've had, I mean, it was all worth it. And it's kind of weird to say that you're thankful for everything that's ever, that everything that's it's kind of odd to say that you're thankful for everything that's everything bad that has happened to you to this point that you're grateful for. It's a certain part of growing up that I never understood until 
you know, I'm in this point in my life. I'm only 30, but some may think that's young. Some may think that's old. It depends on your spectrum. But to this point in my life, and I think back and you know, how my life could have been, how my life could have swayed over and the stuff that I just been through and just the path that I'm taking so far, I'm just grateful just because it could have, it should have just been a complete 180. But I'm here. I got my two kids, my, my wonderful wife. I was going to say two wives just because they're still saying two. But um, I got my two kids, my wonderful wife. I'm able to go to sleep and wake up every night, every morning. We have food. We have somewhere to live. We have jobs. Well, kind of have jobs with this quarantine. Everyone had to stay home. But So I guess when I think about things and to answer my question, why do I want to become a parent? It's just to show myself that you could be happy. And I guess I guess being happy was something that I thought you had to work really hard for because it never really came easy to me. I was always trying to find the best things and out of a worse situations. So trying to be happy was wasn't really something that came to me as a second nature. So being a parent was just about being happy showing love, showing what I wanted to do, which is to prove the cycle can be broken. And I think I'm doing that so far, you know, hopefully in the future when my kids get older and situations change with their own, you know, I mean, we've all been kids. We've all grown up. You get to a certain point where the ideologies of your parents may not go hand in hand with your, your growing up thinking. And, you know, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be arguments. So, I mean, little by little, I'm preparing myself for that because I've always been told once uh, whatever you do as a kid comes, comes, you know, twice as bad when, you know, happens to your kids. Me growing up, I had a bad mouth on me. I was always getting in arguments. I was always defining authority. So I'm just preparing myself for what my kids are going to do. And so far... I mean, they're only small, but I have a feeling that Mia might have the biggest mouth. I Meaning she didn't want to be give us a, a hassle. She's gonna be the wild child. But you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I accept everything that's coming to me. I accept everything that's done, and it's just the point of you just gotta move on. You can't just go through life and having your past be an anchor. You come to a certain point where you just gotta, you know, let that go and just move on. And I'm not using my kids as a crutch to say like, you know, I, I moved on and blah 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 blah. No, no, no. My kids are, my kids are an answer. They're a solution. They're they're bigger than me. And so becoming happy was the ultimate goal, the ultimate answer to why do I want to have kids. And it's something that we really don't really think. Some of these questions, like, oh, you know. Why do I want to get up in the morning? Do I have a reason to get up in the morning? Why do I want to eat this? Why do I want to do that? Why do I want to have this career? So when you ask people, like, you know, why did you want to become a parent? You just get, eh, you know, it was the right time. It was the right thing to do. It just happened. I mean, there's a thousand answers for a thousand questions. And I mean, so far, I think I've given them about, like, ten answers. And if not, feel free to correct me, but... Like I said, it's, it's a simple question, but it's one of those questions where there's so much layers that you could just get into and, you know, why this and why that. 
So if you're listening to this and you don't have a kid and you're planning on, you're fortunate enough to be in the position where you could plan to have a kid, just sit down and really think about, you know, why do I want to do this? Because it's ultimate, it's a big step in life. You're going to bring a kid into this world who's going to be this, you know, hopefully, you know, healthy, thriving child that's going to be in your life to the rest of your life. And you just sit back and think about that. Like, it's a big moment for me because I think about my kids and I'm sharing my life with them. My job is to ensure that they're going to be okay and they can navigate life once I'm gone. Because nobody wants to be the parents who outlive their kids. I mean, that's just unthinkable. It's unheard of. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes it happens. You know, we have natural accidents. We have health issues. We have some of the most unfortunate things that may happen to a kid. But us as parents, we don't want to be the ones to outlive our kids. We want our kids to be here way after than we're here. So it's a lot of preparedness of, you know, what to do when I'm not here, what to do when your parents are not here. So they could continue their lives and go on and go on and teach their kids, teach their grandkids. And, you know, you keep that positive momentum of life going. I mean, I know these questions are a little too far-fetched, you know. Not even questions, just situations of wanting to, you know, prepare your kids to, you know, what's going to happen when you die, what's going to prepare your kids for, you know, beyond this life after you're done sharing your life. I mean, it, it's all part of the game. When you really sit down and look at things, it's, I mean, you growing up is, growing up and teaching your kid is to make sure that they can navigate life on their own. And fortunately for us, we have, you know, a certain amount of time between when they, on, when the kids are, when our kids are on our own, on their own, and from when, you know, ultimately we leave this earth. So I hope in my ramblings, you, you guys could find a, a good answer into why, I mean, personally, I wanted to be a parent. Like I said, it's simple, but there's more to it. Everyone has their ultimate answers. Feel free to share yours with me. You know, Talking about it right now and thinking about it, I never really got to answer, I never really got to question any of my family members to why they want to have kids. It's just sudden that it happens. And when I mean it happens, it's, you know, one day you're, oh, so-and-so is pregnant, so-and-so's going to have a kid. Oh, okay, good. Or if you're like my family, and you heard that somebody's pregnant, it's always, it always comes with a negative answer. So, you know, if you're like my family, that that answer of, you know, so-and-so's pregnant, it always comes with a question or a question of the form of an answer saying, like, you know, who's the dad? Even though they're married or they have a boyfriend, you know, who's the dad? Or, you know, something small and very picky like that. But nothing is ever even questioned, like, you know, why did you have a kid? I don't know. That's a certain thing where it's like a taboo question to ask. Kind of intrusive and kind of rude. But I would imagine so. I mean, it's... I think it's a valid question, you know, why did you want to have a kid? I think it's so offensive to you know, ask that ask that question to somebody. My kids, hopefully they hopefully they have some sense to asking them, asking me, or asking, you know, me and my wife, why do we want to have them? And we can give them, you know, a straight out answer. Or if they listen to this, they'll see that their dad is just rambling on and for one simple answer there's, you know, a thousand different paths that he could take, but I mean, I guess it's all about growing up and sorting things out, right?
I mean, so what I think now, what I feel now may change in the future. What I mean by that, I'm able to get my thoughts, you know, better, get my thoughts across and, you know, say things in a better light. Sometimes I write things down to what I want to say and I just go from there and have a layout and, you know, but it all changes. It's not wrong, right? So, I mean, this episode, if you're a parent, I would really love to hear what your thoughts and why did you want to be a parent? Because I'm so curious to see, you know, everyone's reactions, everyone's reactions, everyone's thought process. And like I said, it could be a simple question. It could be not. You might be in that situation where, you know, I want to have a kid because, you know, my parent is at an older age and, you know, their time might, might not be. Time might be dwindling down on this earth and, you know, I want to be able to show them that, you know, they have a grandkid. Nothing wrong with that. It happens. Or you could have a, I want to have a kid to uh, keep my, keep my boyfriend or husband, you know, whatever you want to call it with me, which is a little wrong, but let's face it. It happens. There are people like that, you know, I mean, if you have this answer to why do you want to be a parent, feel free to, you know, let me know. And the first thing that I could think of, you know, what I just said about having somebody pass away, uh, my grand, my, well, she was kind of my grandma too. I, I've taken her by adoption, <laughs> but my, uh, my wife's grandma, she was maybe in her eighties and I met her maybe about a year. I want to say a little under two years of, you know, being with my wife, that girlfriend, then, then girlfriend at the time. And I was fortunate enough to meet her grandma and to ultimately love her. And I mean, it just, when you meet certain people, they make you feel warm and you're one of them, which is, I mean, it may be a little hard to kind of process that. But when I met Frances' grandma, I'm sorry, my wife is, her name is Frances. If you haven't already known that, but when I met Frances' grandma, I mean, there was this language barrier because of, if you know me, yes, I am of Mexican descent, but I don't speak Spanish whatsoever. So you may look at me and say, oh, you know, that guy's going to speak Spanish, which I get that a lot where I have people just speaking Spanish to me right off the bat. And we're like, whoa, 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 I speak English. And I get, really? Yeah, I know, it happens. But Rad's grandma only spoke Spanish. And there's a certain emotional words and a certain wavelength that when an older Spanish person, is older Mexican person is talking to you, you can either know if they like you, if they don't like you. It's just kind of a reservation, just kind of a, you know, I don't know about this person. Let me think about it. But with Francis' grandma, I never had any of that. From day one, she always greeted me with this warmth and love. And every time we would leave, she would always give, you know, her blessings, you know, may God watch you. And, you know, sometimes I have to ask Francis, you know, what did she say? But from that lady, I've always, I've always loved her and I've always hold her dear to my heart. And, you know, I consider her my grandma, my nana too. But when we got pregnant, I'm trying to think, you know, when we got pregnant, I don't remember if we actually told her, you know, that we were going to have a kid. Because I know she did get mad at us because me and my, me and Francis got married. We went to Vegas instead of having, you know, planning a wedding out or anything like that. We just went to Vegas one weekend, got a couple of our friends and we got married and she was so pissed at us because when we came back, she just, she was hurt. But I mean, it was like that older uh, Mexican term of endearment where, you know, as much as, hurt they are, as much as hurt they are, 
they uh you know they still love you that's not going to change and they're happy for you and you know they're not going to show it though because you know that's their that's their thing to hide it show their pride or whatever but uh, i want to say that for sure we did tell her that we got married she was pissed at us but i'm trying to think if she was alive when we told her that we were going to have Max, which is, you know, our first kid, our son. I mean, I want to say, yeah. Because in her last, you know, her last year, she wasn't having that great of health. And she was having complications, being in and out of the hospital. To, you know, ultimately, that's how she passed away. But my thing is, I don't remember if. I don't remember if she was alive when we told her we were pregnant or we got pregnant, you know, after she had passed away. Which I did get to ask my wife, but it's one of the situations. But me and my wife talk about it, and man, if she would have just met Max, she would have loved it so much. So that, that, <laughs> yeah, if Brad's grandma would have met Max, she would have loved it. She would have loved meeting him, even though as a baby, no matter how much time she may have had, she would just love to meet that kid. If you get that answer, you know, I want to have a kid before, you know, my mom passes away, grandpa, uncle, I get it. That's one of our, uh, I wouldn't say second questions. I wouldn't say like regrets, but if it's one thing we could slightly change and having our kid a little earlier, it's just because it's just for uh, Francis grandma can meet her, meet the kid. So if you have a, you have an older person in your life or grandma, older uncle, aunt, and if you can have a kid before, you know, they pass away. I wouldn't say do it just for that reason, but just my own selfish, you know. My own selfish feelings of, you know, I wish I might, you know, my grandma. Not only not alone Francis' grandma, but my grandma too. But I mean, she passed away in 2004. And yeah, in 2004, I was 15, turning 16. There's no way I was going to have a kid for that solid reason or anything before that. I got my ass beat way, way more than what I already did. But... You know, just meeting my wife now and not meeting my wife now. What am I saying? But just having my wife now and, you know, the what ifs of, you know, just things in your life. You know, everyone has the what if or that regret that they have. I wish I did this, you know, when so-and-so was around. And I mean, that's my only small thing. I wish I wish my grandma, Francis' grandma would have met my son or my kids. And I think, you know, if do you believe in a higher power or. In afterlife, just put it simple as that, no matter what religion you are, if you believe in afterlife, there's some comfort in knowing that, you know, they may be around looking at, you know, being our guardian angels. Hopefully. And hopefully they're looking down on us, looking down on our kids, and <laughs> they're just, they're just giving us their, their blessings. I mean, we can only hope that that's what's going on. So I'm sure wherever they're at, they're looking down on my kids. They can have a smile. And I mean, I just want them to know, you know, that everything's okay, that we're doing fine down here. But like I said, everything, every simple question might, might be, every simple question might sound simple, but when you really sit there and think about things, there's a whole bunch of layers you're just going to pull out. And so when you thought what well, point A was going to be point B, really think about things and you peel everything back it's not so simple Just like i did right now i had this this layer this format of you know a simple question of why do i want to be a parent and as i'm talking and as i'm trying to get my thoughts across it 
there, there was just more and more that was coming out. There's more and more that was just stumbling me. So I mean, I mean, no one's perfect. No question, no answer is perfect. It all depends on you and how you decide what everything fits. So I apologize if there's any background noises in this episode because, well, I'm recording like around 9:30 and everyone's home, so there's a lot of background noise in the outside. Hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, I can edit it out. But for some reason, I really can't get to it. I do apologize. So this question of why do I want to be a parent, it's going to get answered in different episodes. This is just like a quick little, I guess not sample, but a quick little intro to a certain subject I'm going to eventually touch in multiple episodes. I mean, I'd say it directly, but if you listen and you just follow, you'll see the answers. So if you have any questions, any criticism, good or bad, Feel free to message me. Feel free to message me any questions you may want me to talk about in future episodes or certain questions in general on this episode. I mean, I'm like I've said, I'm an open book. So feel free to contact me, message me, wherever you want to do it. I'm here. So thanks again for listening to another episode. These episodes will come out bi-weekly. And follow Parenting Unknown on Instagram. Thanks.